0: Hi, Hi, Andrew. And hey, everybody else. And welcome to our podcast, Scary Stories, stories to, to Tell in the Pod.
1: pod. <laughs> Peepy the Cat did just trip off the couch a little bit. It's the second it time you've done
0: well. that. His big old ass fell off the side <laughs> of the couch.
1: I'm so sorry. It's my turn to say what the podcast is about. But when I see... When I see a, a smoky looking cat trip a little bit, I feel for him.
0: You're on the see smoky looking cat trip a little bit diet. You see smoky <laughs> Dude, looking no, gandering. no.
1: <laughs> I comment on it,
0: yeah.
1: and then I eat a ham. Yeah. Um, this is a podcast about what? About urban legends, about scary stories, about spooky things that we don't know about that you guys know about that you tell us about. That's true, and um, and it's hosted by by two people who like wearing comfortable pants and oh. sensible tops
0: that I have a top from REI on right now. <laughs> it is made out of, um, napkin. Yeah. That's Andrew, good. Andrew, I-, I wanted to open up the episode with, uh, a text that we got from our friend, Mar Wilson, <gasps> friend of the pod. Yes, please. um, she listened to, she said, listen to the most recent podcast episode last night, which this was from February 1st. So this is a couple weeks. Right. This is the ghost cat stuff. Love it. And OMG, my nephew saw a ghost cat when he was a toddler. Their cat passed away and he was a little hellion, but beloved, of course. Then a day or two later, when his mom was home alone with my nephew, my nephew stared at the counter very intently and said the way that his mom and dad had many times before, get off there right now. <gasps> And of course, there was nothing there. Whoa. But he said it exactly the same way he would have said it to the cat when it was on the counter, which he often was. Wow. And I said, ghost cat. And she said, yep. My <laughs> <laughs> Riveting. <laughs> Hollywood gossip. <laughs> My nephew was probably no older than two at the time, so he's babbling at the cat in baby language, which probably only made it creepier. That that's is so scary. scary. Wow. Anyway, but maybe that's what pee-pee... I mean after he dies in 30 or 40 years. Yeah, yeah, gonna, maybe you'll
1: see maybe you'll see a little phantom cat trip he's on. He's going
0: to be throwing his ass off the back of the couch.
1: I'm I'm just going to say this. I, I've already said this to Anna, full disclosure. This is a conversation we've had before. Okay. But I saw on TikTok that it's possible for cats' tails to just fall off.
0: This fucked me up. Yes. Tell the
1: people about it. That There's a TikToker whose name I can't remember. I'm really not doing my due diligence as a podcast host here. But she's like, have you ever been sitting and then your cat brings you their tail in their mouth? <laughs> and then all these people are like, my cat's tail also fell off. It's not a good thing. It's not no. like a, it shouldn't happen, but it can like happen.
0: That. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I don't. I but but then, you know, they can still live without it. She also said that he seemed completely fine and it wasn't bleeding or anything. It's just kind of. Yeah, she it it seem- looked
1: limp the like the day before and then it fell off. I didn't I didn't watch any further because I really didn't care to learn. But yeah, I it did was like, share. I could
0: Google it. And then I was like, mm, I could also not Google it. How I about know. that?
1: Yeah, because in my head, I think how I'm preferring to think of it as like a skin tag that it's like it just <laughs> the blood flow wasn't getting there. And so it fell off and that's it okay. fell
0: off put a little apple cider vinegar on the tail and and it's gone.
1: <laughs> um yeah, but but like thank you so much Mara for writing in. We thank love getting Mark. sometimes when it's not a full story but just a little tidbit. we love getting those too. So feel oh, free to send Oh, a
0: spooky tidbit.
1: Spooky tidbit.
0: A a skeleton tidbit. skeleton
1: tidbit. Mm. Tidboot. No, we'll, we'll workshop Tid-boot. this. <laughs> Tidboot. Tidboot <laughs> sounds like a baby asking to breastfeed.
0: Tidboot? Tidboot? Oh, well, yeah. Probably not anymore, yeah, though. Yeah, no, well, no, that's no. probably too late. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a myth. You do it as long as you want, whether he likes it or not.
1: We uh, we have a friend named Dana who famously had a young charge who she was a nanny for, and um, <laughs> this when 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 this child was a toddler, every time she would see someone, she would say, "When chada she day Mommy nippo," and. Like, everyone was like, oh, yes, like, it's baby babble. And then Dana was like, no, what she's saying is, when I was a newborn, I drank mommy's nipple. And that she chose to tell that to everyone they met on the street. She couldn't believe it. Yeah. When talk nubo, I drank mommy's nipple. Fucked up.
0: I know. I know.
1: That is, I guess it's like when you see someone... Like for me, when I'm trying to think of small talk, when I'm seeing someone new, it's like, uh, what just recently happened? And if you're a toddler, what recently happened is you were a baby who breastfed.
0: Yeah. No, things have been good. I haven't seen you in a while ever. So yeah. yeah. What happened? Like, um, a year oh, ago, when I, breastfeeding?
1: yeah. When I was a baby, I, I drank from my mom's nipple. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I've been cycling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Oh,
0: um, uh, I, that tone of voice made lady bird look up and <laughs> kind of excitedly but slow yeah slow turn yeah
1: it's like someone mentioned someone mentioned going to like a, a preferred fast food restaurant she was like maybe i can be convinced
0: and you saying restaurant is a perfect segue <laughs> oh anna to today's episode tonight's episode really really it's night for us i don't know Write in for what What time of day is it for you? <laughs> Send us an email at scarystorypod at gmail and say what time it is for you. Endless emails
1: that day, day, <laughs> night, day, morning, night, day, day, day. Yeah,
0: say day, sorry, day, morning, or night. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say what time. You right. can say what time.
1: Send us, send us an audio note of you no, saying. No, don't.
0: No. no <laughs> we will no.
1: compile them into a thirty oh, minute long. We episode. can't
0: open that portal. <laughs> no, they, no. Once they can talk back, we are useless. It's all over. It's all over. Um, but that does segue perfectly into today's tonight's. Well, oh. oh, I'm in a loop. <laughs> Before this podcast started, I started getting the zoomies, which happens to me once every few years. Happened way more in quarantine uh where i just become a little imp What's <laughs> it. happening it's not controllable yeah it's your gremlin hour. and thank god it's never happened while i was driving
1: <laughs> you stop the car <laughs> run circles around oh, it? She,
0: or just zooming yeah, i guess yeah. it's called donuts in a car <laughs> no she has the zoomies <laughs> That's i wasn't
1: speeding i have the zoomies
0: <laughs> it's medical yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these are medical zoomies um tonight's segment Tonight's episode is called. <laughs> I truly feel like I'm, something's wow. happening. And me. Celsius
1: was not involved this time. No,
0: regular yeah. Waterloo. Yeah, from God. From God. <laughs> Sent straight from on high. <laughs> Sent straight from my God. Yeah. Um, it is a segment we like to call it's an episode. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> 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 I do feel
1: like Anna is being touched by the Holy Spirit. This is what I imagined in Sunday school and it
2: looked like <laughs> it's it's like hard to even because I'll like make notes while you're recording of like oh, a flub happened here like a slip up whatever with this it's hard to even do like yeah cause what am I gonna do cut it
1: like right. no 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 we can't yeah. It's like she's not calling for line. It's
0: like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess I I used a shop vac and should have used a, a mask and didn't. So I just was breathing in a bunch of fucking fumes. Well that Outdoor. Uh, That's what the filters for. You're okay. That's okay. good. Okay. I don't know but I don't trust that. <laughs> Babe, can you get me a charger? Thanks. <laughs> um tonight's episode is a variety of episode what do you call it a feature uh, a se- yeah, not a segment well let will l- say segment a theme a theme a theme called that i don't have a name for yet great um but we can call it M- mirror world
1: mirror world <laughs> great
0: okay so it's about kitchen ghosts and ghost kitchens
1: Anna, i really love this it's mirror world mirror world <laughs> An easy thing to say.
0: Do I have tripping... to go to the hospital? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Doctor, so what's she was to me? doing a segment called Mirror World.
0: <laughs> I just walk into the hospital like Wet Charlie or whatever his name was. See what C- Charlie?
1: Wet Charlie. I don't want to know what I used that to work is. with her
0: and she is <laughs> really different now. And you gave
1: me the old Wet Charlie. Yeah. Oh God! All, that is a oh, wet
0: Willie in the butthole. Oh, you know. Oh God. Okay. You know what? <laughs>
2: this, this is
1: the wet Charlie's really popular. Uh,
0: I guess I didn't at, eat anything today except for two different servings of egg white bites, and oh then I shot back to the entire backyard. So. Ooh.
1: That sounds like um that sounds like how Charlize Theron prepared for the movie Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Something's wrong. I love doing it, yeah. I need a full body MRI. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is from the subreddit Kitchen Confidential. The subject line is Haunted Kitchen Stories. So, I've been cooking for a bit in an old historical house. So, this is like for people who work in restaurants. Great. Right. Uh, I've been cooking for a bit in an old historical house from circa 1830 and wacky shit goes down. Stuff that we would securely put on shelves will fly off the moments later. Lights flicker. Low boy doors slam shot on their own accord. Not like how they usually swing shut when you leave them open. I assume a low boy is a short free- fridge or freezer or something.
1: Yeah. You either get the low boy or the wet Charlie.
0: <laughs> a low boy is where you punch someone in the back yeah. of the knee. <laughs> uh, in the bedroom for some reason. Parentheses sexual. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we had my sous chef's phone get flung off the aux cord, which was kind of funny because all he does is play fish. (laughs) The ghost says enough. (laughs) This is work. Oh my God supposedly a girl who used to live in the house died and it's her restless ghost. The owner lets ghost hunters come through like once every couple months because why not? I don't know if I believe in that shit, but it keeps my day interesting. And this is the way people who work in restaurants talk. I I feel like I'm watching episode of the bear. Oh, salt of the earth. Yeah. Uh, You can see the hand tattoos just going. (laughs) That's true. Anyone else have ghost stories besides the typical bottle of kitchen wine slash dishwasher disappearing? Dishwasher. Dishwasher disappearing. Typical. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, top comment. One of our old managers was doing rounds before leaving, making sure the building was empty. And when he went through, went to open our single person men's room upstairs, the door slammed back on him. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'll wait. And he waited and waited and nobody ever came out. Oh. And eventually, he went to open the door again, and no one was in there. That is very scary. That is really scary.
1: I'm scared of slamming doors that have a spring mechanism. Like, it doesn't e- there doesn't oh. even have to be a ghost. I'm like, I don't know about this.
0: Yeah, they're, like, psychically, spiritually linked with loud hand dryers. Yes. It's abrupt. Yes. And it's not charming. No one asked for this. I don't like it. I do whatever I can to avoid a spring-loaded door. Ugh. Ugh a slam
1: i'll take a i'll take a porch uh like a porch screen door maybe i kind of like that oh yeah but i don't want i don't want um i don't want the full heavy door to slam
0: no yeah no it's not at my age at my age that could be a real a change in my independence in this economy come on uh, next comment i worked in a haunted restaurant i never saw the ghost but over the course of my five years there several cooks did she never fucked with anyone she just appear for a few minutes in dry storage then fade out <gasps>
1: in dry dry storage, storage.
0: spices pantry ghost pantry of pasta
1: yeah she's she's peeking between the the spices oh yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh but she loved to steal my cigarettes. She'd only take full sealed packs. About every six months, a pack would go missing. I knew it wasn't my coworkers because they liked me and I purposely smoked a brand none of them would touch. Apparently, Ms. Ghosty liked that brand just fine, though.
1: Oh, ghosts who smoke. I guess why wouldn't you if you're already dead?
0: Yeah. What's it gonna gonna do? Yeah, what's it gonna do?
1: I, I, I mean, I guess the idea, though, of like, where does the smoke go in the ghost? Like, what would you be seeing? I
0: guess out the back of their head.
1: That's true. I also, uh, when this story started, I thought when she was like, I worked at a haunted restaurant, my first thought was that she was the only human working at a restaurant for ghosts. <laughs> and then she was like, I never saw anybody. So it was just her walking around with empty empty plates being like, and what can I get you? Yeah.
0: Oh my God.
1: That is a show. That is a show, which we will be pitching. Right now to you?
0: To Quibi. which is the ghost. That's my neighbor. The, the, yeah, yeah.
1: The ghost of, of streaming.
0: Yeah. Uh, my father owned a bar and one of our cooks bar slash bar back died in the building. Every night after that, for years, all the lights would go out at 4am. His job when he left was to kill all the lights with a switch. We had installed the night after he passed, I was closing and it freaked me out beyond anything I've ever experienced. Then one day the lights going out just stopped. That freaked me out even more.
1: I guess I hadn't really taken into consideration that kitchens could be scary or that restaurants could be scary. But yeah. so many of them are so old, or or, or are in old houses. Um, yeah, there's a lot of little doors and corners to turn around. Like to and it's around.
0: yeah, there's a lot of like, I think places that are tend to be haunted, like a hotel. Part of why hotels are scary is because there's other people there who aren't there right now. That like You're a right. kitchen can have a lot of people in it, but when it's just you there, you kind of feel like. There's that residual human behavior yeah. activity. Ooh, that just gave me goosebumps. Kind of hate. Oh, my God. I'm really good. <laughs> um, this is my favorite comment. Every restaurant I've worked in has had a ghost that leaves the plastic wrapped ripped halfway down the roll. Really good. Come on. Grow up. Yeah. They got no upvotes. <laughs> um. Oh, this is good. Okay. This isn't in the kitchen. It's above the kitchen. Okay. They make clear that it's related, but they apologize that it's not quite it. I worked in a certain hotel in Milwaukee that Jeffrey Dahmer frequented in the nineties. People have always have scary stories about the rooms, but the kitchen doesn't get much attention. Like you said, the housekeeping employees did laundry in the basement right under the kitchen. So we often made contact with each other one Saturday night in the heat of a rush. One housekeeping lady ran up to the kitchen uncommonly. So the rush being like what a restaurant person would say is like prime dinner time. So it's the bear yep the chops the chops are chopping yeah um during the rush housekeeping lady ran up to the kitchen and started speaking frantically to the sue in spanish so i didn't know what was happening sue tells exec what the situation was and follows housekeeper to the basement clutching his rosary (gasps) exec got all the cooks back on track like the main chef uh while explaining what had happened the lady had been doing laundry downstairs when she heard someone whistling She turned and saw a young boy behind the washer right next to her and asked what he was doing down here and if he was lost. She looked away for a split second and he was gone. Apparently, she ran through the whole basement calling and looking for him, but to no avail. Whoa. Scary. That is
1: very scary. Uh, I will say that I did a show in, in a haunted bar restaurant. That used to be a speakeasy. It's called the Parkside Lounge in New York. Oh yeah, and
0: I did a lot of improv and stand up at the oh, Parkside yeah. Lounge.
1: The go the ghosts of our twenties. Oops. Um, and that it was a uh like a rum running bar like you know during really? prohibition, and that there's a ghost of a little girl in a white dress in the basement who Ooh. they worry is like a-, a gangster's daughter or someone who was killed or crushed by a barrel. Crushed by a barrel. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, yeah. So is I got. Is that place
0: still around?
1: The Parkside Lounge? I believe it is. I believe it wow. is. How? It had a single skee ball machine, which I was like, <laughs> that is the weirdest thing. They usually thing.
0: fly in pairs. I
1: know. I know. It's very. God, it's still there. Very unusual to see one. Um,
0: and That's have did you impossible. ever work in a, in a restaurant that you found haunted? I worked in a restaurant that I believe was haunted. Um, it was called Garage, oh. which was a very large touristy steakhouse that had the thing was they had live jazz seven nights a week oh nice which is a workplace hazard Right. Um, <laughs> oh my god Ooh, i mean a saturday jazz fine but a tuesday tuesday jazz, jazz they're getting loose with they're getting
1: yeah creative yeah
0: that sucks
1: they're pouring seltzer into the saxophone it doesn't
0: suck it's just like to be there all the time
1: it's not jazz is it wasn't the worst
0: time. part of my i'm being i was being performatively annoyed about jazz it was fine yeah but uh it was like a big sort of swanky it used to be an auto shop
1: oh my god
0: and but it was this like tri-level dark steakhouse so it really and there was like just like long rectangular dining rooms that all had stairs between them oh my god so it just it really looked i think oh this is what it was i'm remembering now that the third level uh would have like you didn't want to work there by yourself at night because ghosts would walk back and forth Ugh, up there. Too scary. that it was like guys in an auto shop doing car stuff. I don't know. Was this in the village? Nope. Yeah. Yes. This was okay. right by Christopher Street. Yes.
1: I know this place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That have you ever place been there for looking.
0: a drink or anything? I've or never
1: or I've never gone inside, but it? I've walked by it.
0: Yeah. It's right by um Duplex. Yeah. Uh yeah. I feel like
1: all those places gotta be haunted.
0: They're all haunted. Yeah. Well, it's also it's in the West Village, which has like Revolutionary oh, right. War it era. It goes way back. This is before cars. Also,
1: with all the high heels people are wearing going up and down those stairs, clumping somewhat so, uh, I would say conservatively, a dozen cabaret singers have died tragically. Oh. You know?
0: Yeah. I mean listen. You gotta you, you gotta you gotta wear heels you can work in. I was trying to think of a jazz related Death pun and I couldn't get there. Can it, you get there?
1: Jazz related or like pun.
0: music or performing, performing, um, <laughs> <laughs> performing. Yeah. Uh, no. The yeah. Zubies. What What do they say
1: about jazz? It's like it's about the notes they don't play. Yeah. So it's, it's about like, the, the it's about the ghosts that don't haunt. That's what you gotta be scared the, of.
0: Yeah. It's about the. Ghosts that don't boo. The boos you don't <laughs> the the b- boo.
1: Oh, my God. This, uh, is, this is really good. Some people have said that they have a very easy time falling asleep to our podcast as a compliment.
0: No, it's not. It's fine. <laughs> I do. It's sad. It hurts. I think, it we're,
1: I, I think what I'll take is that we are calming people.
0: Sure. I'll take We're that. chatting. Yeah, yeah. It's your mom and her friend talking at the kitchen table.
1: Yes. Very, very comfortable.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, uh and then this is an article from timeout.com slash USA. Slash restaurants. <laughs> I love that there's just timeout USA. Like here's what's going on in the yeah. country today. <laughs> it's just uh, <laughs> Gina's birthday. <laughs> Gina's birthday. Also Gina's birthday. Oh no. Um. This is 22 of the spookiest haunted bars and restaurants in America. Ooh. Which is kitchen. That is kitchen. Uh, Hotel Del Coronado in San Diego, California. Oh, this was written by Eric Barton.
1: Eric Barton. Eric said it as though he's one of our dearest friends.
0: Eric, Eric you know Eric Eric Barton. He's from right now. What I am (laughs) saying. Kate Morgan visited the Hotel del Coronado in eighteen ninety two to meet her lover. For five days, the twenty four year old waited. Then they found her dead on the hotel steps. Suicide, the cops say, but plenty have speculated it was murder. Dun dun dun. They wrote it out. They're being fun. Nice. No matter how she died, guests of the hotel's fine dining restaurant, Saraya, have reported seeing Kate gazing out to sea, perhaps waiting for her man to show up finally, or perhaps she's biding the moment, waiting to enact her revenge. Anywho, there are a few better places to catch a Pacific sunset, (laughs) even if your only company is heartbroken Kate Morgan. Yeah, like, um, gazing out to sea, perhaps waiting for her man to show up. Maybe she just likes boats. That's true. Maybe she's excited to see the different boats.
1: Maybe she was hoping for some dolphin action. Uh maybe sea lions, seals. Something like anything that. anything can happen when you're looking out over the ocean, right? It's on it's is this on the ocean? No, this is just sunset. This is the sea.
0: Okay, yeah, San Diego. Is, okay, okay, okay. I was it's I, not the ocean, it's the really, sea. If you you're about to be like,
1: I'm talking about Tucson. I was gonna be very embarrassed. No, you did the right thing. Thank you very much
0: muriel's jackson square new orleans louisiana oh my i saw la and said los angeles oops in 1814 having lost his home in a poker game pierre antoine Lepardi jordan headed down headed to the second floor of this jackson square restaurant it's there that he took his own life and started a new one they say as muriel's phantom banging on walls and tossing glasses from behind the bar Muriel's remains a popular spot for jazz brunch and Creole cuisine nightly. Uh, oh, but those who aren't afraid of Pierre should head upstairs to the appropriately named seance room where the ghost is said to be still ducking his gambling dits. Oh, Ooh. I don't think I would do a seance at a restaurant. <sighs> yeah, I just, I don't think they're trying that hard. That's, that's not where the money's coming from. That's
1: true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that makes sense. They're,
0: it's from the alcohol. Yeah.
1: I also am charmed by the idea that when you die, you start a new job as a ghost. <laughs> I'm thinking of switching professions—being yeah. a dead ghost.
0: This, yeah, that's retire—the ultimate retirement. <laughs> yeah. or they never retire. You just—I know you just change jobs.
1: You just keep haunting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay, this one I think you'll like. It's called Pugin's Porch, Charleston, South Carolina. I do already. Jason, book the plane. <laughs> Zoe St. Armand rose from bed one night in a desperate search for her sister. Grief had overtaken her, and she had forgotten that her sis was long dead. Uh, A tumble down the stairs would send her to the same fate. Although she rose again, they say, as the home's ghost. Wow. Now she frightens guests of the restaurant that occupies Pugin's Porch, famous for its low country cuisine of she-crab soup and fried chicken. She-crab soup? She- (laughs) That is a, a soup and a full sentence. She crab soup. You don't even know her. <laughs> I'm on the she crab soup diet. I she crab. I, she crab, I soup, crab, I soup <laughs> Oh, God.
1: I can't. Th- that is the most old timey. Like that is the most old timey sailor thing I've ever heard in my life. She crab. She soup? Um, Something I know about her. She crab.
0: Oh, I guess she crab. That This is tiger self. Oh, I guess because it has crab roe in it. Oh, okay. So ra- roe is egg, which comes yeah, from yeah, yeah. a girl. Why is it called she crab soup? Um, it's oh, it's, it's called Pugin's Porch. That place, Pugin's Porch. <laughs> yeah, it's because of the roe. Wow. Um, she crab soup. I gotta try it now. Um, The local police reportedly get so many calls about her vestige appearing in the windows of the restaurant that they know not to send anyone to investigate, even if that she crab soup is something special. Cops don't (laughs) like soup. Also, like maybe (laughs) still check it out. I don't know. And I still can't get over him on the she crab soup. She She crab I soup it. (laughs) 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 I can't stop (laughs) making this stuff. (laughs) Jason and I both don't ever remember things, but there was one version of that that I did to him a couple weeks ago that made him really upset. Oh, no. Do you remember what it was? No, of course not. Both of us are concussed. (laughs) (laughs) It's why it works. (laughs) Oh, this is another good name. Old Baraboo Inn. This
1: feels like... These feel like I've made them up when I'm 12 years old, writing a play.
0: Boogan's Porch and Baraboo Inn? It's... That's... I mean... That's why you've been gifted from the beginning. Yeah, that's true.
1: Well, thank you. Those no, really I, good. I've,
0: oh, that's true. I got no, you.
1: I thought you were saying. I thought you were saying these are gifts to me, not oh, that I am I see.
0: gifted. No, you're nice. i sure am not. Okay. Um, this Baraboo, Wisconsin. It's a picture of the place, and there's one of those marquee signs on the side that says, "Stop in for a drink. Home of the Ghost Bomb. Go cold beer here. Welcome ghost hunters. Special events here." It's like I know you have a lot of letters, but maybe uh, streamline. Home of the ghost bomb. Home of the ghost bomb, built in 1864 by German immigrants. This one-time brewery, boarding house, and brothel uh, oh. uh, reportedly offers a bar-side conversation with disembodied voices, including that of one regular Al Capone. He's haunting everywhere. He. The, oh my God, the legs on this guy. He's like Taika Waititi. He's everywhere. Yeah,
1: he's everywhere. Oh my
0: God, take a day. Yeah,
1: I mean, like, I feel like who's who's popping? He's like Willie Nelson. I feel like everyone's concert is like, and please welcome to the stage, Willie Nelson.
0: Snoop Dogg can't stop doing commercials. He's on set. I know. He, he, he lives on set. He has a show with Martha
1: Stewart. Is that still happening? He can't stop working. Yeah.
0: Oh my God, take a break. <laughs> Your experience may vary, but visions that have been said to appear include an elderly man, an elderly woman and a saloon dancer—that's
1: a show. Yeah, we got to fine-tune these these characters a bit. They're,
0: one's old. One's, one's old. old. This and is you pitching something. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: One's and a the saloon other dancer. One is a saloon dancer. <laughs> the other one's got a great set of gams. What's
0: her name? Shut up! <laughs> Shut up!
1: <laughs> Their name's Bar- all Beverly. Baraboo. Everyone's name is Beverly. <laughs> the, the title of the show is "Everyone's Name Is Beverly." Yeah.
0: I won't write a script, but I want to get it on TV. <laughs> while no longer a hotel the inn now serves as a thursday to sunday watering hole with an appropriately named ghost bomb shooter oh it's a shot okay. oh okay okay i was like what there are also tours and occasional ghost hunt events people report photos showing up on their phone that they never took
1: oh okay. i think that you just had a couple of ghost bombs i, I think, think they the had, had a couple ghost
0: bombs if a place is only open thursday to saturday That's a place that you get so drunk, you fall down and hit your head. I would never
1: take an up-angle photo of myself with flash on. (laughs) Well, you (laughs) would if you have a couple ghost bombs. You
0: did. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I am not friends with that person that I see. You were. (laughs) You sure were. Okay. This is some really good names. Big Nose Kate's Saloon. Wow. In Tombstone, Arizona.
1: I've been to Tombstone.
0: Really? Yeah. Well, that's cool. When I was 10 years old. Um, I I may
1: have eaten there. Well, this is a bar.
0: This is a a saloon. Oh. So does the saloon have food? I don't think so. Okay, okay. Well, the saloon hotel once served the likes of Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday. It's now visited by far less famous vision named the Swamper. (laughs) He's gay.
1: (laughs) Yeah, sorry.
0: The legend goes that he once served as the saloon's handyman, who also spent his free time digging a tunnel under the building looking for silver.
1: What? This is a very specific type of gay man. The Swamper?
0: <laughs> why is he I, called the Swamper? Oh, because he digs a, a tunnel under the building looking for silver.
1: Oh, right. Like swamps. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Visitors to the hotel can now take a gander at the hole dug in the Swamper's basement bedroom. What? Don't... They may also hear him still shoveling dirt, perhaps proof that even in the afterlife we've got to pay bills. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um. Yeah, this is kind of what it is. I, I guess that
1: certainly in the old west i feel like every restaurant's a little bit haunted yeah and in new orleans for sure
0: yeah i also i have to say that on this long page i'm getting ads for the same adam and eve sex toy over and over it's, what's the what's it called <laughs> it's called breathless okay <laughs> there's a big hole in it
1: conversely i'm getting targeted to join uh turner classic movie channels wine club <laughs> <laughs> you gonna do it I don't know. I feel like it would have the same... Uh, it it would leave me breathless, much like the Adam and yeah. sex toy. Listen,
0: yeah. we're all ending up in the same place. And yeah. there's also a pop-up ad for the wedding dress designer where I bought a wedding dress from them. <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, I'm not getting divorced. You're done.
1: Girl, you're done.
0: Girl, stop it. <laughs> um, so that was Kitchen Ghost. And now that brings us to Ghost Kitchens.
1: I, I have to admit, Anna... <laughs> Uh, this is when you first told me what the idea for this was. I thought a ghost kitchen was like you're walking through a field and suddenly you're like, oh, I'm in a kitchen and then it disappears.
0: Which is really scary. <laughs> like where a
1: kitchen used to be.
0: It's really scary. Almost as scary as what they actually are. Um, ghost kitchens. It's a new thing. i uh, reading from our favorite book, Wikipedia. A virtual restaurant, also known as a ghost kitchen, cloud kitchen or dark kitchen. In the UK, they call it Dark Kitchen. Gotcha. Is a food service business that serves customers exclusively by delivery and pickup based on phone and online ordering. Virtual restaurants are standalone businesses that either operate out of an existing restaurant's kitchen or from a separate kitchen setup away from a restaurant. By not having a full-service restaurant with a storefront and dining room, virtual restaurants can economize by occupying cheaper real estate. The reduced space lowers overall overhead and operational costs, thus yielding higher profit margins as the price of the food provided is typically not changed. The virtual restaurant single kitchen format. What? I,
2: do you think any listeners don't know about ghost kitchens? Though? Uh, I, I think I knew what a ghost
1: kitchen was on seamless. I was like, I was like, I thought it was when restaurants have multiples of themselves, but this is interesting that it's, there's no sit down portion to this place. This just operates.
0: The the shame I feel in my stomach right now, <laughs> not just I because just, you said that, but because you're right.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's like half the restaurants on DoorDash are just like, it's because so, there've been yeah. all the stories about them.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, also there are ghost kitchens that will target. Like there was some post in the, subreddit for our neighborhood that said there is this place that is also called like Thai town or what yes. like that is like they add or reverse the word that's like four words and then they moved one around or something oh. and or it's literally the same name and you jason is still smiling in a way that feels targeted <laughs> what the no. fuck is your problem no. Do you want to take a second? <laughs> go I'm, go I'm wash smi- your face.
2: I'm just smiling listening to the show.
0: <laughs> no, what am I doing wrong now? <laughs> Nothing.
2: You're
1: not
0: doing anything <laughs> wrong
1: right now. Listen, this, this is a feature of the new segment of Mirror World. <laughs>
0: mirror World is that, where we, I, I tell I Jason just, to go look in the mirror. I just didn't and realize. Jason holds the mirror
2: up to me. When you proposed this segment, and I was like... Are you just going to talk about ghost kitchens? It sounded like it was something else. And then when you just started explaining, like going down the Wikipedia of what a ghost kitchen was, I was just kind of like, oh, no.
0: <laughs> I don't know what people. Okay. In the email that you sent us, where you tell us what time it is, yeah, morning, day, day night. or night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please also tell us if you already knew what a ghost kitchen was.
1: Day. I don't know what a ghost kitchen was. Night. I know what a ghost kitchen is. Yeah. I,
0: I feel like half our listeners are deeply they know what a ghost kitchen is and they don't mind it or they're upset by it and the other half are people who make every single one of their own meals mm-hmm. and don't know what it is
1: so yeah maybe this is a glimpse into another world yeah which is spooky it's spooky. a mirror world
0: a mirror world <laughs> <laughs> what do they call it tonight it's called Mi- mirror, mirror world. world okay cool.
1: <laughs> mirror world
0: This is amazing. So people are amazing.
1: Here's, but I guess here's my question. (laughs) Oh, sorry. No, 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 You have more. (laughs) I guess my question about ghost kitchen is I thought what it, why it was called ghost kitchen was like the, the restaurant closed, but the kitchen lives on.
0: Whoa. That is more romantic and sad. That's
1: what I thought.
0: I think that's sort of happening in the aggregate where like restaurants are going out of business, but then these places that a lot of the time are literally just shipping containers. Oh, Uh, there's a picture. That's crazy. Of one in the UK, I don't know if you can see it. Just looks (gasps) like uh, when a construction site has an office. That's it's just that, and it's like under an overpass. Um, it's pretty bad in the UK. Uh, their version of our delivery apps is Deliveroo, which like has the whole damn continent in a chokehold. Oh my god. Um. Deliver, and it, it's like these windowless steel boxes where people just cook all day long. Oh no! And they have to keep the doors. There's like a window flap that they just keep open, and the doors open all day to get any kind of air in there. <gasps> yeah, which like it's. I guess it's bad to have all the overhead of a restaurant when people are staying at home. Like, right? I guess you don't have to keep paying a water bill on a place that. I don't know. yeah, the, yeah, yeah, like for me to feel better that there's a restaurant, the issue is that there's a lot of um VC money happening, sure. And also it's like there's <laughs> I mean, like, even something like Guy Fieri, his flavor town has a restaurant. There's a ghost kitchen. It's Guy Fieri's Flavortown Sports Kitchen. That's a virtual oh, restaurant. Oh,
1: God.
0: Um, the biggest one is Mr. Beast Burger, which is a ghost kitchen brand. It's founded by this-
1: Mr. Beast. YouTuber, the YouTuber which YouTuber, I did. yeah.
0: Which he became famous for counting to 100,000. And now he's like putting every restaurant out of- <laughs> he give, <laughs> yeah, well, And <laughs> he
1: gives people like Lamborghinis on the street and they cry? Yeah, Jason's <sighs> nodding. He gets it. He's 25, which is- That is hard. Mr. Beast?
0: yeah it's too young and too old (laughs) Um, (laughs) He's like
2: the goofiest looking person to be as like famous and popular as he is anytime i see his face i'm like why what is it what is it
1: he i believe he is described as the most face like facially recognized person in the world right now that's which i'm like how can that be
2: how could that possibly be
1: right that's wild
2: like if brad pitt and mr beast were walking down the street together more people are going to recognize mr beast yeah so
1: you're mr beast that don't impress
2: me much (laughs) Uh, uh, okay uh.
0: you got a beast up your burger
2: (laughs) i will say just really quick on the subject of ghost kitchens i had when i was like in like 2016 or something when i first moved to la i was driving postmates like just delivering food or whatever and that was the first time i had encountered him it was like way before the pandemic just like Every once in a while you'd get an order from someplace that would be like death Death by design pizza or right. something, you know, like insane yeah. thing like that. And I just, you'd go to like a windowless warehouse and there'd oh. just be like one little like door with like a sign on it that said deliveries here. And I was like, all right, you walk in and then there would just be kitchen after kitchen after kitchen after kitchen after kitchen with just like a, a window similar to like the windows at like a, um, a check cashing place or whatever. Oh where they just hand you the food out that like little window and then you go back and it truly like just the whitest hallway of all time just pure white like weird weird vibes and then yeah like i didn't think about it again until like the pandemic when suddenly everything was a ghost kitchen like oh man that i guess someone should have done something back then huh
1: jason you should write that horror movie
2: That feels like a very good A24. It was was like Ghost Kitchen. Ghost Kitchen
1: DoorDasher. Really haunted. Goes to a weird, yeah, a, a weird, um, see something space.
0: weird and is like, how do I report it? And then gets pulled into I'm
1: something. I'm on the see weird diet.
0: I see weird. I, oh, diet. <laughs> God damn. Wow. Um, so yeah, so like, The issue is it's kind of a sweatshop, like it's low paying. It's right. These
1: people aren't getting tips.
0: No, they're not getting tips. Uh, Criticized for unpleasant working conditions, cramped and windowless kitchen spaces, and acting as fronts for other restaurants. Mm. Yeah. So that's the issue is that there's no overhead, but they're still charging you $25 for that's crazy chicken pasta. Yeah. Um, Which, like, I do. I am somebody who definitely got addicted to the idea of food coming when I order it on my phone Mm -hmm. and that being. Like part of the satisfaction of the meal is that someone brought it to me and then looking at it like it's it's the ritual of taking it out of the thing and putting it on a plate like is more it tastes better than I do it myself because it came from someone. Mm -hmm. So like I have definitely been somebody who's like over participated in this same but also like. It's pretty... Yeah, The I think the main issue that people have with it is that they purport to be fancier restaurants. That's, and the money yeah. is going not to small business owners, but it's right. like straight to VC. I,
2: I, and I was going to say, a, a giant amount of ghost kitchens are just Denny's. And Chuck yep. E. Cheese. And Chuck E. Cheese, yeah. A lot of pizza restaurants. Surprise, are yeah. Chuck E. Cheese. Um, Whoa, really?
1: Yeah. yeah Ew. That, and I... Something... And listen, like, I definitely use the food delivery apps. Burger
0: Den and Meltdown are operated by Denny's. That's wild. Conviction Chicken is TGI Fridays. Cosmic Wings and Neighborhood Wings are Applebee's. Um, This is crazy. I didn't know.
1: I I had no idea that there were, like, chains that had ghost kitchens.
0: Yeah. Thigh Stop. Can you guess who has Thigh Stop? Mm,
1: I'm going to guess Olive Garden.
0: (laughs) Wings Stop. Stop that. (laughs) Uh Thrilled Cheese, Super Megadilla, Pardon My Cheesesteak, and tender Fix are pardon all ghost my k- cheese steak? Pardon my cheese steak super megadilla. Thrilled Cheese and Tender Fix are all ghost kitchens operated by, can you guess which chain? Uh, no. I S- have oh. sorry, Jason.
2: The only one I'll accept is Thrilled Cheese, but the rest. What do you think they're going for with "Pardon my cheese steak"? I'm sorry, I keep button in, but just- "Pardon, pardon my, my cheese steak." steak.
0: What is the pun they're
2: trying to make? I, I like "Pardon my French."
1: Pardon my P's and Q's. Yeah, maybe like-
0: it was "Pardon my French fries." Was the original somewhere? What? And, and then and they then were like, "Just kidding." My-
2: like there has to be steak. some. You can't just put like a part the beginning of a phrase and yeah. then a food dish. That's a Mad Lib. That you can't do that. There's like there's a place. N- I've seen a place somewhere nearby in the San Fernando Valley called Random Acts of Breadness. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen that place. Well, Where it's a like, real place. I know it's a real place. What I'm saying is like, what is that name? Right.
0: Breadness? I think it's based on Random Acts of Flyness, which is another right. thing. Or
2: Kindness?
0: Right. Kindness. Random Acts of but,
1: Kindness, but like but I, bread?
0: Breadness. That doesn't work.
1: Yeah. That's, that's like It's like calling it like Mayday, 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 Coleslaw. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: You can't oh, yeah. just do that. Whatever. Sorry, Chuck E. Cheese's Ghost Kitchen is called Pasquale's Pizza and Wings.
1: That's it, because Pasquale is one of the animatronics. No. Oh,
0: it was there all along. We should have known. That's Outback Steakhouse's Tender Shack. Oh. Oh, there was one in here that I was like, oh, that's just Oh, Boston Markets is called rotisserie roast.
1: <laughs> you can't call something rotisserie roast.
0: Because it's like half fancy and half like Well, that's that's Boston market. That's what it is. It's like calling
1: something like baked oven. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oven, oven, baked oven, Oven baked heat oven, baked oven. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That feels like, that feels like something you
1: would order offline thinking it's an easy bake oven. (laughs) And then it arrives and it's oven, baked oven. This is not for children. It's just a little oven.
0: It's just a little oven. Um, Okay, so, but then there's this article in uh, The Guardian from 2018 by John Harris called Are Dark Kitchens the Satanic Mills of Our Era? Where he, yeah, I had never heard of this poem. Um, Yeah, he compares ghost kitchens to the dark satanic mills, which is a reference to a poem by William Blake, which is about the early industrial revolution that was a protest against turning all of beautiful green England into factories. Um, yeah, the the part of the poem, he says, And did those feet in ancient time walk upon England's mountains green, and was the holy lamb of God on England's pleasant pastures seen? And did the countenance divine shine forth upon our clouded hills? And was Jerusalem buried here among these dark satanic mills? Really upsetting.
1: I, I think my dad knows this poem by heart.
0: Really? Yes. Let's call him.
1: Like, I'll call him this, up. Yeah. No, I feel like I've heard is, him say those. This that Jerusalem part. Of like, oh, oh, yeah, really? I was
0: like, Oh, really? This. Yeah. That. I would believe that that survived the stroke for him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's for sure. In the five six of his brain. Yeah. Um, I think it's really interesting. John Harris goes on to talk about, uh, comparing, the end of like this poem to the end of restaurants. Cause if you go to a restaurant, you see other people there are eating yeah. and you see people working in the restaurant and sometimes you can see the kitchen. Right. But when you order it on your phone, it reduces his uh, argument is that it reduces it just to the item and oh. it just shows up. So, uh, you are completely, I mean, I'm not trying to do like a, uh, what's it called? Moral panic about, delivery apps but it is interesting that like we all have the feature on that was originally for covid that just drop it and then go away and it yeah. just it still feels a little bit spooky when there's like a person there and you're like do i pretend to not I know do i say hi right um no, i i was just th- i was just thinking about
1: that like on a macro scale like the fact th- also i was thinking that in terms of tips that like mm-hmm. that there's been this whole crisis in america of people not tipping for delivery or like rescinding tips for delivery. And then in person, they're no longer tipping because it's like ceasing to view someone who works in the service industry as like a person, like they're just a means to, and again, it's like fully understand the ways in which delivery uh, has been um, a positive thing. um, But that sometimes it's scary that we have to remind ourselves that there is a person and and multiple people behind all of these conveniences.
0: Yeah. 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 Like, I cannot remember the Instagram person who posted about this, but they talk about how within just a few years, capitalism has made all of us completely incapable of taking care of ourselves. <laughs> like, yeah. none of us, or not none of us, but it's like, I think part of the not tipping comes down to we buy so many things now. like. Yeah. This is. It sounds so dumb, but like, I (laughs) like. You don't. I don't know. Like, I have one neighbor who mows his own lawn. Yeah. And it just the convenience culture. Like, we're all so burnt out that we need to buy things fully done, and we also need to reduce our costs because we're buying. I'm out of my depth now. I'm gonna stop. No, I I started with the zoomies, and now I'm trying to talk about (laughs) economics and capitalism, which is such a me thing. I uh, I mean I definitely think
1: I mean it's it's funny I wasn't expecting to go down this road but I appreciate that we are talking about it that like um a f- a sort of frightening evolution of things becoming more convenient uh is that there is less emphasis on what we can learn to do and what lasts you know What do you um, mean what lasts Um like when I think about how easy it is to buy things on Amazon like oh, I'm yeah. not necessarily thinking about how long that thing will last
0: no because you can just buy another thing right
1: and that like i have this i have this very weird thing with our with our duvet cover where i'm like i'm like i i was like we're getting a duvet and a duvet cover because i don't want to just buy a new comforter every few Mm. years and then like throw it out like yeah this is so but it's it sucks because duvet covers are also very inconvenient like putting a duvet cover on my god
0: Yeah, we've been living in that reality for so long that we no longer think about it. I guess also Jason normally does it. So I'm saying (laughs) we don't think about it means Jason does it behind my back. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even just, I mean, shop in my own backyard. I was like, I'm a farmer.
2: That's cool that you did that.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, it's, but it it was really interesting. Like, there's so much...
2: I was just going to say for the listeners, she's not shop in grass. Anna's not insane. Anna was doing something very, very good. Like, just because so, they... have yes. a
0: Pebble Tech.
2: Yeah, it's like art. old it's Pebble a Tech. It's
0: Chattahoochee deck, okay?
2: Anna was doing a very, very needed thing. And it wasn't just grass and over dirt.
0: time. This is the other thing. We need to, like, replace our decking because it's all crappy. Um, <laughs> and they're the like, old... you can patch it up or completely redo it is usually what they'll want to do. And I was I like, eh. um. That said, every vacuum repair place that I've seen in Los Angeles is still in business. There's so many of them. That's cool. Isn't that crazy? That, I, I, you're right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. How do they do it? I think it's Dyson. I think people spent $600 on a vacuum and were like, what?
1: I'm so mad that now we're getting into full just uh, conversation. <laughs> uh, but And this is the last thing I'll say, um, and, but for the rest of my life. Oh. <laughs> um, I am so mad because I've had this little blender. From the time I graduated from college and uh-huh. it was a Hamilton beach worked super well. It like I would make like frozen banana smoothies in it never broke. It was great. And then one day I woke up and it was not working and I tried multiple different outlets in the kitchen. It was not working. It was not working. I, I was like, well, it's finally happened. I threw it out. And then Chris was like, Oh weird. None of the outlets in the kitchen are working. I just have to restart the breaker.
0: <gasps> oh, Andrew. <sighs> and I really
1: had a brave little toaster moment of like, Oh, I threw out a perfectly good blender. But it was like... 13 years old. So I guess that is something.
0: Yeah, there was probably asbestos in it. I'm sure. Know. Oh, it was all asbestos, baby. It was all asbestos banana. <laughs> um, I asbestos, I asbestos. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, boy. And, and uh, uh,
1: that, I have to say, our first installation of Mirror World.
0: Mirror World.
1: <laughs> um, right I think in
0: with your opinion of Mirror World, <laughs> what time it is where you are, yeah, yeah. and if you knew what Ghost Kitchens were.
1: <laughs> But I I appreciate that that one really had some peaks and valleys. Like we re- we we <laughs> yeah. really like we we had our giddy silly moments and we had
2: our real dropped in. Yeah. Jason, uh,
0: how long is this episode?
2: This one's two and a half hours. We're at uh, we're at fifty minutes. Now.
0: God Ooh. damn! I'm sorry, everybody. No, that's okay. Let's all get out of here.
2: Um, speaking, of get, here, get,
0: get out of here. Get out. <laughs>